Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for your word. It is good in our hearts, Lord. Bless us today. The reading of July 27, Lord. Bless our ears, our eyes, our hearts, our throats. Thank you, Lord God, for our bodies are wonderfully made. Thank you for your word. You have raised your word above your name, Lord God. And we praise your word. We say, yes, come, Lord Jesus, come. We wait upon you all day long, praising you. Lord, we praise you for your wisdom, your power, and your love, Lord God. Help us today, Lord God, to live according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, we're at 2 Chronicles 19, 1 to 2037, please. 2 Chronicles 19, 1 to 2037. When King Jehoshaphat of Judah arrived safely home in Jerusalem, Jehu, son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him. Why should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? He asked the king. Because of what you have done, the Lord is very angry with you. Even so, there is some good in you, for you have removed the Asherah poles throughout the land, and you have committed yourself to seeking God. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem, but he went out among the people, traveling from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim, encouraging the people to return to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. He appointed judges throughout the nation in all of the fortified towns. And he said to them, Always think carefully before pronouncing judgment. Um, remember that you do not judge to please people, but to please the Lord. He will be with you when you render the verdict in each case. Fear the Lord and judge with integrity. For the Lord our God does not tolerate perverted justice partiality, or taking bribes. In Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat appointed some of the Levites and priests and clan leaders in Israel to serve as judges for cases involving the Lord's regulations and for civil disputes. These were his instructions to them. You must always act in the fear of the Lord with faithfulness and an undivided heart. Whenever a case comes to you from fellow citizens in an outlying town, whether a murder case or some other violation of God's laws, commands, decrees, or regulations, you must warn them not to sin against the Lord, so that he will not be angry with you and them. Do this, and you will not be guilty. Amariah, the son, the high priest, will have final say in all cases involving the Lord Zebediah, son of Ishmael, a leader from the tribe of Judah will have final say in all civil cases. The Levites will assist you in making sure that justice is served. Take courage as you fulfill your duties, and may the Lord be with those who do what is right. After this, the armies of the Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Meunites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers came from came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army from Edom is marching against you from the beyond from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Haz, Hazazan Tamar. This was another name for Engedi. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also 
ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. Amen. You are the ruler of the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you or our God. Did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, Whoever we are, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you, save us, and you will hear us and rescue us. Amen. And now see what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir are doing. You would not let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt, so they went around them and they did not destroy them. Now see how they reward us. For they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us as an inheritance. O oh God, won't you stop them? We're powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, wives and children, the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, and son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. He said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. But you will not even need to fight. Take your positions and stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He's with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Koath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Early in the morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. Amen, Amen to that, Lord. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising them for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. <clears throat> Give thanks to the Lord for his faithfulness, faithful in love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, his faithful love endures forever. 
Thanks to the Lord, his faithful love endures forever. We give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever. Amen, Lord. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. The army, hallelujah, the armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. Hallelujah. There was so much plunder that it took them three days just to collect it all. Wow. Woohoo! Oh, on the fourth day they gathered in the Valley of Blessing, which got its name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It is still called the Valley of the Blessing today. Then all the men returned to Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat leading them, overjoyed that the Lord had given them victory over their enemies. They marched into Jerusalem to the music of harps, lyres, and trumpets, and they proceeded to the temple of the Lord. When all the surrounding kingdoms heard that the Lord himself had fought against the enemies of Israel, the fear of God came over them. So Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. Amen. So Jehoshaphat ruled over the land of Judah. He was 35 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 25 years. His mother was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi. Jehoshaphat was a good king following the ways of his father Asa. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. During his reign, however, he failed to remove all the pagan shrines and the people never fully committed themselves to follow the God of their ancestors. The rest of the events of Jehoshaphat's reign from the beginning to end are recorded in the, are recorded in the record of Jehu son of Hanai, which is included in the book of Kings of Israel. Sometime later, King Jehoshaphat of Judah made an alliance with King Azahiah of Israel, who was very wicked. Together they built a fleet of trading ships, at the port of Ezion Geber, then Eliezer, son of Dodavu from Maresha, prophesied against Jehoshaphat. He said, Because you have allied yourself with King Azahiah, the Lord will destroy your work. So the ships met with disaster and never put out to sea. <laughs> Amen. What a beautiful, beautiful uh, reading. Yeah, this is just, I think this is like one of my favorite. What's the first thing you saw that you haven't seen? Um, you know what I saw? Mm-hmm. I saw the moment they began to, to praise, praise the Lord, Lord, the Lord set an ambush yes. at the armies. And I was thinking about our death or whatever, or the enemies. They say that the, the demons are just, or they're looking in the window waiting to see how they can get in right. and make havoc. Uh-huh. So the moment we start praising the Lord, Lord God, amen. we get to beat them up. Amen. I, I once was, I had a vision that I, that I, was, I was saying, 
The devil is defeated by the blood of the Lamb. And the, I was saying this so many times in the driving truck that as I walked in, I saw myself punching Satan in the stomach. Amen. And taking his air out. Yeah. Every time I said it. So we can fight back with the Lord's vehicle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that really stood out at the beginning, this is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible where, you know, they cry out to the Lord and they pray and they fast together. But at the beginning it says, always think carefully before pronouncing judgment. Mm. You know, that's something that we have to constantly be aware of that, you know, we got to keep judgment from our, our lips um, and edify people as much as possible. You know, I'm learning that with Jessica right now. You know, I, I, I want her to be successful. But part of me says I prayed, I, I believed, I helped her, I sent her devotionals. And and it kind of makes me upset inside sometimes where she's not getting this thing. But I thought, well, what's, what can I do? I can abandon her and let her on her own with no feeding. Or I can she, I can feed her what I can and, and not turn on her because the enemy wants me to turn on her. Mm -hmm. So... So judging, and actually doing when we're not, you know, we got to rightfully, there's a time and a place to judge the situations um, with God's word. I don't say we turn our back on things and it's okay, but when we're doing that and we're judging somebody, condemning them and all that, and I, and I caught myself doing this, is we're agreeing with the enemy and allowing him to continue his work. So we got to stand with the Word of God and begin to speak those things and call those things as though they are, even though they're not there yet. And and that just really spoke to my heart. I mean, the other part I love is great <clears throat> prayer, fasting. You know, it's amazing, but we're always put in the position of judging uh, and helping others, you know. Yeah. And right here, it helps us uh, on verse 11. I said, Second Chronicles uh, 19:11, I believe. It says, Amariah the high priest will have final say in all cases involving the Lord. Mm -hmm. And a little bit before that, it says, make sure you let the people know mm -hmm. that they, they're sinning before the Lord. They're mm -hmm. they're, yeah. they're, that they're not sinning. Right. They could be sinning with uh, greed. They could be sinning with jealousy. They could uh -huh. be sinning right. with lust right. against the Lord. Right. And then the second guy, the second in command, it says, and Sebediah will mm -hmm. be the leader in all civil cases. Now here's Here's two things. Okay? Mm. So if we if we sin before the Lord, we're sinning in spiritual realm. And then and if we have a civil case, we have sin. That's the that's the fruit of what of what happened. Mm. You know, mm. if I sin before the Lord, the Lord tells me not to go to the bar and I drink and right. so forth and fight mm. and I get a DUI. Yeah. Okay. Now I have sinned before the Lord, but the consequences, truth and consequences, is the civil. Now you're in a civil situation. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in other words, the answer is to repent and go before right. the Lord and uh -huh. ask Him. I said, I said, let go of this thing. Forgive this person. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, you go before the Lord and you lift up Jesus as our trespass offering because whatever we've sinned before the Lord, we can go to Him and say, thank you that you've forgiven this at the cross, Lord. The blood of Jesus has cleansed me from this, Lord. Um, and now you. Make me a gainer, Lord, 120%. Remember that was that teaching on the 120%? The, the being a gainer whenever the enemy tries to take something from you. Or uh -huh. even even when we sin, you lift up Jesus to the Father. Now, you know, because we lift up Jesus to the Father, the Father's a gainer because Jesus 
brought forth so much worship from everyone, all the people that came into the kingdom. Now the Father's a gainer, but we still are gainers because um, remember that the, the Lord, um, you know, the Jesus, um, I restored that which I did not take away. Which I did not, I forget. I, I, yeah, I restored yeah. which, uh, you know, which I was I, not I, at fault. Right, I exactly. So, um, he, you know, the teaching that we listen to goes back to, yes, I made a mistake, but the Lord even blesses the mistakes. But we got to come to him and bring Jesus as a trespass offering, knowing that we're forgiven already. We don't hang on to condemnation. We don't hang on to guilt. We don't hang on to shame. Okay, but we're, we're amen. We know, and that took us years to, to know. Yeah, that, that, how many people told us for years what to do and we didn't do it? Um, you know, or we didn't obey? I can't say that somebody told me that. I mean, I know about the cross and the well, Jesus we know were, You know, we yeah. knew in our hearts. Well, anyway. Um, I didn't know that could actually. There's so much in here, but we're, now we're looking in the standpoint of how we're going to convey this message to other people. Right. So we have to say it, in, and you have to say it, it says, this is what I, in other words, what I'm saying, we're planting seeds in people that are, that are hard to understand. It's hard for them to try to, to, to uh, wow. live in two worlds. Mm -hmm. We're telling you that forgiveness in the spiritual world mm -hmm. and praising God is the way to go. Right. But you're saying defending yourself and taking people to court or whatever is, 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 is you know, we can't see God being the ultimate. But right here it says right here, in other words, they are listening. I guess that's yeah. what I'm trying. They are listening. You must always act in the fear of the Lord with faithfulness and an undivided heart. It's easy for us because of what you said, 120%. Now, with Jesus' love, we can spill over with love and we Amen. can easily forgive. Now I can gain with love rejoice. in my heart for that. We can rejoice in the victory and the, in the, in the, in the clean slate that Jesus has Amen. provided for us. Amen. You know, I'm a we're clean. And, and we can recognize any, any uh, discrepancies that comes against Him that wants to come out from our body. We can recognize them and we can repent right away. But the, the beauty of this reading, Jehoshaphat was terrified by the news and begged Amen. the Lord for guidance. Amen. Okay, a lot of people are, are a lot of us have come from that yes. that world. Yes. Terrified by news, how we're right. gonna pay the bills right. and so forth. Yes. And, and so just Jehoshaphat stood before the community. So this is a good prayer to memorize. Amen. This is a good thing to you write know, down. And probably to uh, memorize it. Oh, he prayed, Oh Lord God of our ancestors, mm -hmm, you alone mm -hmm. are God who is in heaven. There's mm -hmm. no other. Right. You are ruler over all kingdoms of the earth. Mm. Okay. Another uh -huh. thing. You are powerful and mighty. No, no one, one can, can stand against, against you. you. Oh, our God. And then he says, did you not drive, did, this is not your word that we people should live in Israel? Right. Yeah, ooh, beautiful, yeah. And that you not give this land forever to the descendants and priests and friends of Abraham? Your friend, Abraham. Your friend. Not just anyone. Your right? people settled here and built the temple to honor your name. Mm. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine, I like this right here. Uh-huh. We stand. Amen. We stand. We come to stand Amen. in your presence like that right before there. this temple. Okay, so mm -hmm. now the Lord tells us, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be yeah. still. Uh -huh. So we earlier we were talking about what can we do? You know, we can uh, we can generate our praise and worship, like you said, to believe the Lord God in an incredible, yeah. uh, you know, belief in what right. he's going to do. Now see these armies, these great armies coming towards us. And you go, oh, our God, 
Number 12. Once you stop them, we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We don't know what to do or what we're looking. We are looking for your help. Very humbleness. Amen. Humble. As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, the wise, the Spirit of the Lord came upon the man, mm -hmm. a man, the man mm -hmm. standing there. His, and then Jahaziel of Zechariah, Benaiah, okay. of Jehiel, Matanah, and Levi, <laughs> goes all the way back to Adam. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and okay. Jerusalem. Listen, King uh -huh. Jehoshua. Uh -huh. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged. See, that's for us. Don't right. not, we should not be, be discouraged. Afraid, right. We should not be afraid of anything that's coming against you. We don't have a car. We don't get discouraged. We just Tomorrow, march out. Walk out against them. Okay, act as if. Mm, then, then you will find them coming in, in the exact level. But you will not even need to fight. Take your position. Stand still and watch the Lord's victory. Take your position. Stand still and watch the Lord. He is with you, O P. The Lord God is with you. Stand still. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Very important one. In mm -hmm. other words, continually believe. Don't let doubt creep in. Okay? Amen. Go out against him tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Amen. The king Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohat and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud yeah. shout. Early the next morning, uh, they went out. Listen to me, all you people. This is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Of Judah and Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Believe in the Lord your God, and, and you will be able to stand firm. Wow. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. Amen. Okay, and the people, they give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord. We thank you that your Amen. faithful love, love endures forever. forever. We give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. Not my faithful. There it is. At the moment, they began to sing. At that okay. very moment, and give praise, they sang and gave praise. The Lord caused the armies of Ammon in the moment to fight against each other. Amen. You know, um, as you were reading, I picked up on something. But I wanted to go back to the part where they were doing the prayer. And he was reminding God, you know, you're the powerful God. You're the one who gave us this temple to, to come. When we have a problem, you promise that you take care of us and rescue us and save us, right? But in here, um, and, and you gave the land to Abraham, your friend, and he's just reminding God of what God said he was going to do. Amen. Okay? But here, he says, Now see how they reward us, for they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us. And still going the same today. Yeah, as an inheritance. You gave us as an inheritance. Amen. Okay, Lord, it's like a dad. You know, he has a will. Fernando, I'm leaving you this 20,000 acres. It's yours. Amen. That's your inheritance. I received okay. my inheritance, Lord. Okay. And Lord. then the, I, I, and the other thing is like, you know, in the battle, it said the, the battle's the Lord's battle. And our job is to stand firm on his word and what he said he's going to do. So it says it three times. As you were reading, I picked it up three times. It says here, um, okay, whenever we are faced with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence. 
Okay, that's a way. That's a weapon. We just go to the presence of the Lord before this temple where your name is honored. Okay, and then over here it says, "But you will not even need to fight." Okay, take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. Okay, we go to the presence of the Lord, position ourselves with what belongs to us from the Word, and then over here it says. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. So, because I'm standing on God's word, the battle's his. That's my faith fighting that I'm doing. They say, uh, fight the good fight of faith in your, in your trial. You're really now standing on the word of God firmly, and God does the battle for you. So, therefore, now you have your peace. And I, and I was reading here, it says, when the people had the, uh, the loud shout, okay, it says, uh, uh, then, uh, then the Levites from the clans of Korah, Kahath and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Months ago, we were going through this, you know, we're, we're okay, but we want to, we know, we believe God for, for better, right? Um, around Canoli's videotape, when we would march around this house with a shout, Guess what we're doing? We're we are preparing the way for the peace that we have right now. Because I have peace. Before I did it, now I have peace. That all's going to be well. So that shouting that we did, no, the peace, even though you didn't see it the next day. You didn't have peace because you were doing the accounting and you were yeah. doing, and, there, and things were you know, the, month yeah. after month right. after month and you don't see any right. hope. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're just trying to balance the stuff. Right. And we are praying, crying out for God for wisdom. Right. And strategies. You know, wisdom, favor, you know. Uh -huh. And we know that God can do with our present circumstance. He can bless us and give yeah. us wisdom of what we have Amen. and turn it around. You know, he's already given us everything we need. Power, wisdom, and love. And love to do the right thing. Right. So, you know. So we have to stand still and access his power. Yeah. So standing is important. You know, it, it just... Um, well, right now, we're taking three hours to worship the Lord and get into His Word before our day starts. You know, that is standing. Amen. This uh, is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible about Jehoshaphat and the, how the ambush came against the enemies and they didn't have to do the battle. Now, let's talk about the, the great plunder. Oh, the, the yeah, lottery. I underlined that too. Uh -huh. they, they found vast amounts of equipment, vast amounts of cars, houses, and clothing. And didn't I tell you the other day to go and buy yourself a new wardrobe? Other valuables, men, more they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days just to collect it all. Mm. Can you imagine us having that much plunder so we got to go down to, you know, to the Wilshire District and go to the Manhattan Bank and tell yeah. them to make all these transitions to bring the, right. the resources. And then we right. got to go back to San Francisco to get both <laughs> banks to send us the money and the resources over here. Right. And then we, you know, we got to go to Washington, D.C., to the Federal Reserve Bank, get the gold, see how much gold they got saving for us. Yeah. It's going to take us three days to gather all yeah. our plunder. Right. All our blessings from the Lord. Wow. And, to, and then Glendora will be known as the Valley of the, the Blessings. Blessing. Glendora of the Blessings, see. 
Praise the you know, Lord. And Lord, we thank you, Lord. Just, there's just so much good in this chapter that we just read. You know, it just so. talks about standing. It talks about praying and fasting and praising the Lord. And the Lord sends ambushes and you take the plunder. But over here, you know, I really like the way it says, um, When all of the surrounding kingdoms heard that the Lord himself had fought against the enemies of Israel, the fear of God came over them. So Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace, okay? For his God had given him rest on every side, okay? Peace and rest on every side is better than being, you know, a million dollars in the bank any day. You know, that's not, that's stressing you out. No problem having both. But the right. Right. Not having a problem, but why right. do people always knock the rich? Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not knocking, I'm saying that, you know, if I compare myself to somebody that has the million dollars and they're stressed out. A million dollars yeah. isn't that much, honey. I know. I'm just. You and I already made a million dollars. Yeah, I'm just giving you an example that when I have peace and rest on every side, you everything know, else uh, falls into place. The foundations of the earth is water underneath that keeps, keeps us alive. But everything is well when we have the foundations of the Lord. And, and this, uh-huh. Everything is well. Everything is well. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and, and our and examples it, are the ones of the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. As the kingdom of heaven is, and they have everything they need, they have, uh, they have everything they need in the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Everything is replenished yeah. and abundant. Right. So, so are we. Right. As Jesus is, so are we. We are peaceful at every Amen. side. There's Amen. peace in heaven on every side. Amen. Victory is, 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 and there's there's light and there's glory. Our minds and our hearts are in the treasures of heaven. That's where our treasures are at. And, and the same thing with Solomon. Solomon had peace from his enemies on every now, side. It is important to realize that our fasting techniques uh, should be going for 16 or 18 hours a day. Of fasting and seeking the Lord, Amen. Or getting better at it, yeah. We can, we can, we can make. You know, our job is to destroy the works of Satan, right? With praising and hitting them hard, and setting captives free. Isaiah 16. Amen. That's, That's our right. work. That's, That's what we're our doing work. here, right? And and and, that, and we're praising Him is going is sending the angels to go out there and attack the enemies, Amen. In the strongholds that they're trying to attack right. us. You know, we right. go and we plunder them. We take right. their resources, right. you know. Right. And they're afraid of us. Yeah. Okay, today's study in Second Chronicles is... Uh, good job, Lord. Thank you for the word. This is a good day today. <laughs> with, the nations, the, with the nations facing disaster, with the nation of Israel, Jehoshaphat called upon the people to go without food for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Amen. By separating themselves from the daily routine of of preparing and eating food, that's what we do, they could devote that extra time to prayer and refocusing their lives on God. Hunger pangs would remain, remind them of their weakness and their dependence upon God. Amen. It would remind them that their physical and spiritual dimensions were woven together. By fasting in this way, the people would gain a clear perspective on what God is and who they were. Or they can get a clear perspective to stand still and see the victory in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you ever fasted? Yes. Fasting can be helpful? Yes. Yes. At the time? Yes. 
It constantly reminds us of God's power and His protection and His powerful hand. It's a powerful experience when we're doing it for the right reasons. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the written of your word. Let me read Romans 10, 14, okay. 11, yes. 12. Uh -huh. Yes. Do you have anything else, Annie? No, that was that was a lot right there. <laughs> I think the other thing is that the other two things that are important is the the, the they didn't fully commit themselves to the oh, Lord yes, their yes, God yes. at the end. Even Jehoshaphat, you know, they, people say they make a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Jehoshaphat must uh, again put his guard down. You know, and yeah. he aligned himself yeah. with a wicked king. You know. Right. King Ahasai of Israel. Right. Now, you know, he was trying to be compassionate. You know how we're trying to be compassionate with people and give them gifts? Mm -hmm. But he, he was compassionate. He did, the other king did the same thing. Remember, he didn't have no, and, the, and the prophet told him, don't go there. You guys are going to get killed. Mm -hmm. And together they built a fleet of trading ships. And boom, you know, again, they wanted to make commerce. He wanted to make more money. But the Lord is his commerce. The Lord is his God. He wanted to do something like King Solomon did. Because King Solomon made a... But then, the prophet said, though, so the ship met with disasters and never put out to sea. It was probably a hurricane that came and beat them all up on the Port Harbor. Amen. Okay, Romans 10, 14, 11, 12. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. Amen. But I ask, have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth, all the words of to all the world. But I ask, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did. For even in the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolish Gentiles. Man, the wisdom. And later, Isaiah people boldly spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, All day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. I asked then, Has God rejected his own people, the nation of Israel? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. Amen. No, God has not rejected his own people, whom he chose from the very beginning. Do you realize that scripture says about this? Elijah the prophet complained to God about the people of Israel and said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And do you remember God's reply? He said, No, I have 7,000 others who have not bowed down to Baal. It is the same to, 
today, for a few people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, His underserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in, the, in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. Amen. So this is the situation. Most of the people of Israel have not found the favor of God they are looking for so earnestly. A few have the ones God has chosen. But the hearts of the rest were hardened, as the scripture says. God has put them into a deep sleep. For this day he has shut their eyes so they do not see and close their ears so they do not hear. Likewise, David said, Let the bountiful table be become a snare, a trap that will make them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble and let them get what they deserve. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their backs be bent forever. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient, so God made salvation available to the Gentiles. But He wanted His own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation... Think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. Amen. Amen. It's good. It's pretty, pretty good. Today's study, we, Romans 10, 14 to 21. We often wonder, what if someone has never heard of the gospel? Paul asks a similar question. How could they believe in him if they have never heard about him? After all, faith comes from hearing. But Paul's question became very real. Have the people of Israel actually heard the message? Paul's answer was yes, and he points out in Psalms 19.4, but then, did they really understand the message? Again, Paul answers yes, and he points to Deuteronomy 32.21 and Isaiah 65.1 and 2. What's more, there were people in Elijah's time who understood God's message, Romans 11.4. Like Paul, we can ask all sorts of what-ifs, questions, but eventually we need to shift from those theoretical questions to face a more practical question. So what? Instead of talking about what we don't know, we need to talk about what we do know and what that means for how we live. We are responsible for what we know. <clears throat> it's easy to go to church every week hoping to learn something new, but maybe God wants you to do something with what you already know. The more you know, the more you will be responsible for. Are you wow. being responsible now with what God has helped you to understand? Question mark. Lord, I thank you, Lord God. I know that I know. I speak by faith. I have heard the good news, Amen. and I believe. And Therefore, I say, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know where I'm going. I know what God has called me for. I know that my feet and my hands and my mouth and my eyes know what my purpose in life and what God has molded us for. God has molded us to keep our eyes out to destroy the works of the enemy and to, and to demonstrate the kingdom of God on this earth. Hallelujah. That we are to believe and not be discouraged. We are to rejoice and give thanks for the blessings of God and demonstrate His kingdom on earth. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, Psalm um, uh, 21, 1 to 13, it says here, How the king rejoices in your strength, O Lord. He shouts with joy because you gave him victory. Hallelujah. He shouts with joy because you gave him victory. For you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. You welcomed him back with success and prosperity. Hallelujah. I haven't read this before. You placed a crown of finest gold on his head. He asked you to preserve his life and you granted his request. The days of his life stretch on forever. Your victory bring, brings him great honor, and you have clothed him with splendor and majesty. You have endowed him with eternal blessings and given him the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. The unfailing love of the Most High will keep him from stumbling. You will capture all your enemies. Your strong right hand will seize all who hate you. You will throw them into a flaming furnace when you appear. The Lord will consume them in his anger. Fire will devour them. You will wipe their children from the face of the earth, and they will never have descendants. Although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed, for they will turn and run. When they see your arrows aimed at them, rise up, O Lord, in all your power. With music and singing, we celebrate your mighty acts. And it says, the beginning says, pray on behalf of the leaders you know who are trying to follow God. Ask God to go before them and show them which path to take. Amen. Okay, and uh, Proverbs 20, verse 4 to 6 says, Those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food at the harvest. Though good advice lies deep within the heart, a person with understanding will draw it out. Whoa, good job. Many will say they are loyal friends, but who can find one who's truly reliable? Wow, I really like that. It says, though good advice lies deep within the heart, a person with understanding will draw it out. Beautiful, huh? Amen. That was good, eh? Get my reading, Lord. Hallelujah.